0: Hi, this is Brett Thornhill, and I'm Jenny Friedman, and you're listening to Technicolor Mindset. Hey, Jenny, how's it going? Hey, now. <laughs> hey, now.
1: I'm doing great. How are you?
0: Is that your new thing? Hey, well, now. No,
1: I was sort of stealing that from Howard Stern. Trying Yes. Out, hey, now. hey, now. Hey, now.
0: There we go. Uh, it's good to be with you again. You too. What do we want to talk about today?
1: Well, I have something to share with you.
0: Oh, great. Okay, go ahead.
1: Okay. So you know our Facebook group and it's called Technicolor Mindset for everybody to go and join. It's a group. It's a public group right now. And you know, we post our episodes that we create. And we also post, you know, you post things as they come up relevant for you and I post things relevant for me. So our newest member has written in because the way they do Facebook now is when you join a group, you can ask the person who's asking to join, you can ask them questions. Oh, cool. And so this person responded back with some questions, which I want to share with you because I'm the one that actually gets these questions, not you.
0: (laughs) Okay. Why don't you share with me the question and then we'll talk about it. Okay,
1: So they heard about us through Facebook suggested groups, which was cool. And I asked, you know, what would they like to get out of the membership? And they said, anything would be better than nothing. So
0: (laughs) I I give them anything.
1: I totally get that though. You know, yeah. you're like, hey, I'm just looking for some help. Right. So when asked, you know, as certified coaches, Brett and I want to you to feel supported. Please share some details of your greatest struggles you'd like to see us focus on. They said procrastination and time management, depression, feeling overwhelmed. And this is where I think this is what we should talk about today. Not knowing where to start. And when I do start, I spend too much time and effort with stuff that isn't important in the big picture.
0: Okay. So, yeah, because we've covered, I mean, we've talked about cr- procrastination a fair bit in uh, in a couple of episodes and getting started with our last episode when we talked about touching it and that sort of thing. So, yeah, uh, even when you touch it, sometimes that can be an issue. And I hear that all the time from clients. Um, you know, I can get stuff done, but the stuff I get done is not the stuff I necessarily need to get done.
1: It's sort of like prioritizing is is the issue.
0: Yeah. It, you know, I think what people need to realize is that First of all, in addition to being mindset coaches, Jenny and I are also certified ADHD coaches. And I'm not sure if this particular member has ADHD or not, but it, you know, that's a typical problem of people with ADHD that they have difficulty focusing on what maybe others think is important or what is kind of objectively important, but may not be necessarily important to them. And importance doesn't really play that much of a role in terms of engaging and piquing the interest of someone who has ADHD.
1: Right. In other words, it's being important is less important than being interesting.
0: Absolutely. Interest (laughs) interest trumps everything else when it comes to, uh, to ADHD. And I always say, you know, it's kind of like a flat landscape. And the only things that rise above that landscape are the things that interest you. Right. The problem is that not everything you encounter and everything you need to engage in is inherently interesting to you. So sometimes we have to find ways to add interest in areas that don't inherently have interest for us. I'll give you an example. And I've used this example before. Some people may have heard this. But when I try to exercise, I really don't enjoy exercising. (laughs) So I combine my exercises. And when I'm on the treadmill or the elliptical or whatever, I combine that with listening to a podcast that really interests me. And I only give myself permission to listen to that podcast, or sometimes it's even watched like a TV program on Netflix or something like that. But something that's interesting to me, I combine it with the exercise. So if I only give myself permission to watch or listen to that particular program that I'm motivated to listen to when I'm exercising, then the exercise becomes secondary. And the primary reason I'm doing it is you do have to make a a bit of a deal with yourself that you're not going to cheat on this and you're going to, you know, but that way I can do something that's not inherently interesting to me by adding a level of interest and do both at the same time. Right. You know?
1: So when we're thinking of, let's say you have, I'm just coming up with something. Let's say I have to create a schedule for my kids mm-hmm. and, you know, like all the family household members. So you get out a calendar and you start going, well, camp is here and a doctor's visits there and. And before you know it, you're looking up on the internet to see like, you know, where Antarctica is.
0: (laughs) Random enough. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. No, that that is great because that's the thing we can get lost. and, And the thing that's interesting will always grab our attention and pull us away from the thing that we're trying to do because it's important. Right. Right. And we beat ourselves up about that quite a bit. I mean, we think that that's a character flaw.
1: Well, that's why I wanted to talk about, it especially too, is because exactly. I'm. I talk to people every day that think that something's wrong with them. Like even in this message, the whole the whole tone is this is I'm struggling with this and this is a problem. You know, versus this is how I'm wired, and ain't it wonderful?
0: Right, and let's work with it. You know, we because we had to figure out. You know, we're not about fixing people and you don't need to be fixed. You need to figure out what's going to work for you and the way that your brain works and the way that your brain is wired. So you're quite right. Um, But it can get in the way quite a bit when we start to get down on ourselves and we fall into a a series of spin and slide and, and start beating ourselves up because we can't do that thing that's important that needs to get done.
1: I just want to throw in there. It also could just be if you're the type of person that has ADHD traits, like don't worry about a diagnosis.
0: No, of course not. No, exactly. I mean, uh, you know, people have, yeah, the traits. That's a good point, actually. Everyone knows I
1: have the traits. Right.
0: (laughs) So people have the traits without actually having the official diagnosis. Doesn't really matter. The point is, if it's an issue for you, it's an issue for you. Right. And someone labeling it or putting a name on it really doesn't matter.
1: What I think would be nice, Brett, is if you share, because I write about this and you you write about this Uh and you put that, what is it, an acronym? Yeah. Why don't you share that? Because I think that that actually takes it from being a character flaw and just says, look, these are some tips that will help you.
0: Right, okay. So yeah, so I came up with this acronym that are based on, I think it was Dr. Dodson who I first heard. So I'll give him credit for these four areas, I guess, that will tend to engage. Someone with these traits, and the four areas are interest, challenge. I'm going to come back to that one in a second. Urgency and novelty. And the reason I'm going to come back to challenge is because you know the acronym works for the C word, but that C word can be a couple of different things. So challenge can also be substituted with competition for certain people if they have a competitive nature, or sometimes commitment. If you commit to someone that you're going to do something, you're more likely to follow through on. Or
1: companionship.
0: Or companionship. Exactly. I kind of consider that the same as commitment because when you have a companion you've committed to time with them. But yeah, absolutely. Like a body double session. A body double session, exactly. Right. So the thing about this is interest, we'll use challenge, urgency, and novelty. If you look at the acronym for those, think of it as when you're not engaged with a task or with something that you need to be engaged with, it's invisible to you. It may as well be invisible. You don't see it. So when you can add one of these four elements, then you go from it being invisible to I see you now. So if you look at uh, the first letters of each of those words, that's just a, a great way to remember it. You know, I see you now. I didn't see you before, but I do now.
1: The only thing I have to say is that the C, the letter C is what yes. we're talking about. But when we're doing it, we mean C like with your eyes. Yes. Because I actually have had a lot of people get confused.
0: Oh, really? Okay. No. Yeah. Okay, so we <laughs> a little. Yes,
1: because C is spelled with an S and yeah. they were like, but it's spelled with an S and I'm like, I know it's just the words.
0: It's yeah, we cheated. We yeah. cheated a little. So let's talk about these. You know, we just gave an, e- an example of how you can add interest to something that's not inherently interesting to you. What other examples can you think of?
1: So making a game out of something
0: mm-hmm.
1: can add an element of interest. I guess that's sort of challenge, but like.
0: But it doesn't matter. You combine these, right? Like you're some of these are
1: fun. Yeah. Right. If you have to clean your house. Maybe what you do is you set a timer or tell a friend or do a Facebook live, um, whatever you think would be fun.
0: And and that's the thing about these is you can combine these because, for example, if you make a commitment to someone that you're going to do something and then you follow through on it, that gives it a sense of urgency. (laughs) Especially
1: if it's right before they're coming over to check out your house.
0: Exactly. Right. So it's suddenly easy. You know, you've invited somebody over, but that's a great, that's a great thing. So I'm having difficulty cleaning my house because it's just so boring. Invite somebody over and chances are if you invite somebody over you're probably going to clean your house before they come over So it will add that level of urgency. You've made a commitment to someone. You don't want to let that person down You don't want to you don't want to you know It motivates. it gives you an extra source of motivation that is not inherent in that task
1: So let's make an example where they actually get started on something But it's not the thing that's actually important to the task that they have to do
0: say more about that
1: well Part of this was we were also talking about, we're talking about interest, but we're also talking about prioritizing, like, well, that's not that important, even though it's interesting to me. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So is that where we're going down the rabbit hole of hyper-focusing on something more than is necessary? Or is that, you know, you're interested in it, but it isn't really part of what needs to
0: happen, well, I think the thing is for that individual, for example, to ask that question requires a certain amount of consciousness of what is and is not important. So I think generally speaking, people know what's important. So if you know what's important, well, you just can't get to it because it doesn't matter. That it doesn't make sense. The point is I can know that something is important and I will still ignore it in favor of something that is either urgent or interesting or novel or fun or adds a level of challenge or competition, any of these things. And I'm perfectly aware that I have this important thing over here that I have to get to. But that doesn't stop me from, that awareness doesn't motivate me to get at it, you know? Right, exactly.
1: And that's what we're trying to say, I think, is that there's nothing wrong with you. Just know that's how that is. So what can you do about it? And a lot of times, like we talk about, you know, this touching it thing, like give yourself, okay, look, I'll do the thing that everybody thinks I should do for five minutes. And then I'm going to reward myself by doing the thing I really want to do, like get lost on the internet or play a video game. You know, you can do that. You can break it back and forth.
0: You can set yourself some parameters, I think is really important. So if you're going to do something that really interests you, you know, as a reward for doing something that's important for a while, make sure you set a parameter, you set a timer so that you don't go down that rabbit hole and you don't end up, it's two hours later, you know, so put some, put some structure around that, those rewards, you know?
1: Yeah. You, you might, you may need to do that app that turns your computer off completely. Right. For you. Right. And that's not crazy. That's like, if that's what it takes and that's what it takes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you know, you need to use your imagination. And the great thing is that most people who have ADHD type traits or have ADHD, usually in addition to having these struggles, also have some really incredible gifts. And one of the gifts is imagination, creativity. And so it's not Usually all that difficult for someone to come up with really cool interesting different ways to add interest add competition add challenge add urgency add novelty I mean, it really it's as varied as the individuals are, you know How the the types of techniques they can use to do this. Um, Oh, yeah,
1: I I had someone who was having a really hard time just personal hygiene cuz it's boring, you know, mm-hmm. to like brush your teeth and stuff. Yeah. Which sounds, you know, to some people like, "Ooh, that's crazy." And to other people it's like, "Yep, nope, that's me." Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, switching up all kinds of things about that task is actually that's an ongoing part of just maintaining their lifestyle, brushing their teeth in different rooms in the house using different toothpaste using different toothbrushes using buy an electric toothbrush or buy the one with the kids with it plays music and spins around with colors and stuff so it's you know yeah, you
0: can do any of that stuff i mean i can remember a
1: boring one i mean whatever
0: i hate yard work yard work is one of the most boring things in the world to me i can't stand but a couple of times you know when i bought a new lawnmower Or I'm not saying you got to go out and buy a new lawnmower. I'm just giving this (laughs) an an example of how novelty can all of a sudden make something interesting that wasn't interesting. So if I buy a new lawnmower, suddenly for the first little while afterwards, I'm like, I don't mind doing the artwork. I don't mind mowing the lawn because I want to use my new lawnmower. So if you buy yourself an electric toothbrush that beeps after three minutes when you're supposed to stop brushing your teeth, then it's a challenge to you know stick out that three minutes so you can use that um the fact that you're using something different it's an electric toothbrush instead of a manual toothbrush that can work it can be a different color you can use as you said a different toothpaste different flavor whatever uh i hate shaving in the morning shaving in the morning is i swear to god if i could do something that just never had to shave again because it's it. boring it's hor. it's it's tedious, the most mundane tedious yeah it gets in the way of me starting my day and it's like I always view it as like 10 minutes of my life. I'm never going to get back. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, yeah, so I will maybe buy a new razor or, you know, a new type of shaving cream, or I started using a brush for a while because, you know, and all of these things, you know, I got used to it and I built it into a habit. Um, Sometimes I alternate. Some days I use a a manual razor and other days I'll use a, a, an electric razor you know, you really want to challenge, challenge yourself, try straight razor, see how that works out. And then when you get out of the hospital, give us a call and let us know.
1: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Well, the thing I hate doing is laundry. So for me to add like interest or novelty or curiosity, you know, it's rough. I'm, I'm better to just pick a category, like grab all the, my son's shirts, Mm-hmm. And just do those and leave the rest sitting there and then come back later and go, okay, now I'm just going to do my husband's shirts, you know, and then come back and it, it, just breaking it into little bits of, you know, and it's not always the same. Sometimes I'm like, let me just do all my son's stuff. Right. Sometimes it's, let me just do everybody's underwear, <laughs> nothing else, <laughs> you know, it's whatever to just, sure. because too it's too overwhelming and Even though it's not really always a lot, it's just overwhelming. Like, like you said, I feel like this is such a boring,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, tedious thing. And it's just, it's never ending. I mean, laundry is like every
0: right week. So it goes back to that whole idea that, you know, if you can build a routine or you can change up a routine or whatever, then it helps you do routine things. Tweaking. You know, routine is a noun. Routine is an adjective, right? Yeah. Very different things. And we love routine as a, a noun, but we really dislike routine as an adjective.
1: I just thought it's something I want to throw in here. Sure. And it goes back to what you said before. So, you know, when you are thinking of all the things you have to do, maybe that's when you first, you know, lay it out, like write it out, get it out of your head. These are all the things that have to get done and start there. If you find yourself doing something like looking up penguins in Antarctica, then you go, oh, <laughs> look at me this can happen later
0: (laughs) well and and I think you're you're right I mean if you can get the things you need to do out of your head and somehow whether you put them on paper whether you you make a list in your phone whatever visually being able to look at it and then being able to strike off each one as you go is a bit of a game right you can play with yourself how many you can can also say
1: I'm not doing that now you know the thing that you start doing not now not now right
0: right not now and something else that I've some of my clients have found successful is they can identify, as I said, they're conscious of what's important. So if they don't have to think I have to do all of these things because they're important, but I'm gonna do one of these things that's important. So how do you make that a little more interesting? How do you make you know make that novel or or different or whatever? Write down five things that are important that you need to do. You're only gonna to commit to doing one of them. And then you're gonna do something fun. But in order to prioritize because some people will say well, what's the most important thing? So write down the five things that are important close your eyes Put your finger down and it's like pin the tail on the donkey, right? It's like whichever one my finger lands on is the one i'm gonna get i'm gonna do completely random You don't know exactly what you're gonna get. So there's a bit of a surprise It's just a little more interesting. I mean, sometimes you just have to tweak it just a touch In order to add a level of interest to it.
1: I just saw something i'm sorry I i'm like, oh when you're saying all that i'm like I have a great example so uh, I, I know someone who at work has to do a lot of Excel spreadsheets mm-hmm. and instead of just sort of plugging in the numbers and doing what they got to do, oftentimes they're off creating new and better spreadsheets with more formulas and wouldn't this be better? And it's like getting sidetracked in the effort to be better and more productive end up sort of wasting time and not doing the important thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a good example of that is when we get caught up in structure and format and that sort of thing, which is a bit of a double-edged sword because we can get so caught up in format and structure that we never actually get to the task Mm -hmm. or we can use the interesting task of creating form and structure as a way to get to the task. It really depends on the individual, right? I
1: think that's the intention but yeah. this happens all the time and so you're always developing a new thing always developing and not doing executing so much
0: yeah yeah so uh, there are, there's a variety of ways i guess to to add interest add challenge competition commitment add urgency you know set some small de- deadlines for yourself tell someone you're going to have something done by a certain time and then you've got a deadline that you got to meet that may not be the ultimate deadline but the other thing is, if you don't feel like you're trading off something that's fun for something that's important, or something that's interesting for something that's important, we tend to be black and white thinkers. Us people with ADHD, I have ADHD. <laughs> like so yeah, so we, we exactly, uh, but we tend to be black and white thinkers. So oftentimes, it's like we get this feeling, and sometimes I've had to talk myself out of this feeling that if I do this thing that's important but not fun, then I'm giving up something. I'm sacrificing something that is fun and interesting. You don't have to do that. They don't have to be completely mutually exclusive.
1: Oh, that's all the time. It's like, if I show up early, I'm wasting time when actually, no, you're actually going to be golden in about five
0: minutes. Right. So these things don't have to operate in isolation of, of, of each other. I mean, we can do the thing that's important for a little while, and then we can go back to the thing that's interesting, and we can pop back to the thing that's important, uh, you know, we may transition between these things several times a day So if you get out of the mindset that if I do this thing, that's important but boring then I'm going to be giving up this thing that I want to do that's fun and interesting and cool and, and novel new shiny Whatever kind of thing now incorporate the two of them together You know, give yourself some time to do one and then as a reward do the other uh, you can do both in the same day. You can do both in the same hour. It doesn't really matter. But
1: Or do the fun thing first and give yourself a little boost of dopamine so that you can muscle through the thing you don't like so much.
0: Well, yeah. And there are t- I think there are two perspectives on that. I've, and again, it depends on the individual because different things work for different people. There's the whole eat the frog first mentality, right? So you do the toughest thing first to get the reward at the end. Or there's the idea of doing something that's fun at the beginning because it gives you some, some momentum. And then you can kind of, you know, you can chug along and you can do the the, the less interesting thing afterwards. Uh, and I think it really depends on individual's personality, which one of those is probably going to work the best for them. I know people who have great success by going in and tackling the toughest task of the day right away. And then I know other people who just know I need to ramp up to that. I need to get going. I need to do something. Give me something fun first and then I'll do the boring thing.
1: So you know what I always suggest? What? is to break that up, do a little bit of fun, little bit of boring, little bit of fun, little bit of boring. That's works for me. Yeah. I know everybody's
0: different though. It's true. exactly, exactly. It's true. But yeah, I mean, so we've tossed a lot of stuff out there and you might want to rewind and play this again. Uh, <laughs> I know. I'm like if we
1: sound like we're all over the place, that's okay. This could be our ADHD episode today, but there we go. Yeah. it's a covering, I think, I hope, a lot of insight into things that are interest versus importance. Yeah. And that's not a character flaw. If you can't really get engaged in something that's quote important, you just got to figure out a way of getting it done.
0: I, you know, that's the bottom line here is, is make sure that it doesn't do, you know, do a number on your self-esteem or your own opinion of yourself uh, or the opinion that you think others have of you. It's, you know, it goes back to the same adage. It's like ADHD is not a broken form of normal. It's just a different way of being.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You can come into the group and share, you know, a very specific situation with us because we would love to help you with a specific situation. If you could give us a you know, this is what's happening to me, ABC, we could be probably even more
0: helpful. <laughs> I, well, that's a good point. And that's a, that's a point I think, I think we should make is that when there's a general question and we're talking about a general subject like this, we have to stay. that's probably why we feel like we're bouncing around a little bit, you know, in circumstances where we have a client or someone that's a member of our group and they're asking us a sp- specific question, then we can deal with the specific situation and your specific characteristics and personality and that kind of thing. So all of this is very individualized when you work with a coach, for example, but when we're answering broader questions like this, it's, you can't do it on an individual basis. So you're trying to cover a whole bunch of bases and then hopefully somebody out there is going to grab something that resonates with them. And then of course you can come back in and and we can talk more about it, talk further about it.
1: So go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash technicolor mindset. And be sure and post a, a situation. We would love to help you. That's what we created the group for.
0: Absolutely. Look forward to it.
1: All right, Brett. Well, I think uh, I think we're done here, but I will see you soon.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. We'll see you again next week. And thanks, everybody, for listening. And we will talk again soon. All right. Bye. Cheers. Bye-bye. <laughs>